All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Misfit Nation. If you're a veteran and you are struggling or feel like you're leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you're too much of a burden to someone you know or someone you love, you feel embarrassed, call the anonymous hotline at 1-800-273-8255 and press option one. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. If you haven't already, please download the Military Broadcast Radio app and check out our family of shows where many other veterans are putting out great content and give them some of your support. Don't, subscribe, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. This will keep you up to date on our latest news, our shows, our episodes, and of course, the stories of our guests. Speaking of which... Our next guest is the founder and CEO of Stride Search Incorporated, an engaged search firm. He's extremely passionate about helping startup founders win-win the strongest hires to fuel unprecedented company growth. He is the author of Healing Career Wounds, invented and systemized the hiring operating system, Hire OS, this, uh, the solution for leaders to win the strongest hires by blowing up best practices with a humanistic, evidence-driven, not biased, and time-efficient experience. When not running school for gifted mutants as Professor X, he hosts a higher power radio show and podcast, a weekly series on LinkedIn Live, which serves as a business leader's resource to solve their most difficult hiring challenges. So without further ado, let's welcome Rick Gerard to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Rick. Hey, Rich. Thank you for having me, brother. Um, I'm glad we're able to get this thing going. It took us, a, I guess, a month and a half to get us back together, but it, scheduling works for both of us now and we're back on the air. That's all right, man. All good things come to, to pass when they need to, right? Exactly. They come to those who wait, and uh, when you bring two great guys together with great first names, this, this kind of thing works out well for everybody. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a so, recipe for either, like, glory or disaster, right? <laughs> it, it, we go right back to that school of mutants and uh, get the mutants, and we get everything going together. It's awesome. Totally. So, Rick, if you don't mind, uh, tell the Misfit Nation a little bit about your backstory, how you came into from as far back as you want to go to how you came into what you're doing now. Yeah. I am. So, you know, I'm a, I'm an actually a, a failed artist uh, who, who essentially uh, decided that this poor starving artist lifestyle wasn't really working for me so well. So somehow I found my way into business and recruiting. And for a long time, a uh, number of years, I I've been uh, a technical recruiter for software companies, primarily in the Silicon Valley. So I I've got to, to be around and see uh, so many of the cool things that have happened, like the birth of Facebook and all these, you know, <clears throat> all these cool companies that have come and gone. Um, RIP, you know, you know, pets.com, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, and so it's been a great journey. Um, I've uh, been doing it for a long time. Um, about 10 years ago, I kind of came to this point in my career, though, where um, I was really frustrated with the fact that, like, you know, there really wasn't, I was a commodity, and, and, and uh, quite frankly, you know, there wasn't, uh, you know, it was, it, I was playing a game of the race to the bottom. Well, somebody will charge you this, well, I'll charge you less, you know, and I decided that I really needed to up my game. Um, we moved into retain search, and then essentially, uh, you know, found a whole bunch of other problems that I, that I took it upon myself to solve. And one of the things that I really realized is that people who start a business in any industry or any area have 
zero interview training. Like they have zero interviewing skills. And so I made it my mission over the past few years to get really good at constructing a, an interview process that people can plug into their business and uh, essentially um, be able to <clears throat> run through an interview process with somebody and come out of it understanding really succinctly how good they are and whether or not they should be hired based on evidence as opposed to based on, you know, gut feeling, you know, that sort of thing. And then that's a major plus for any hiring manager or hiring panel that goes and sits with a, a client or a candidate in front of them and starts asking questions just based on what the resume looks like or what they look like and then making that judgment decision without actually digging into what the interview really is supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times we end up making decisions based on what we think is going to look good for us. You know, it's based on ego as opposed to um, as opposed to is this person going to be good for the business? Right. Good for the business, good fit for the team, all that, all, all the other parts of the equation that really matter. And the ego, exactly. like you said, ego does get in the way with a lot of that stuff. And we've, we've all seen that uh, firsthand and hurts, hurts some people really bad. When they, so often. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Not, and not just the candidates, but the business itself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's um, I think there was a stat that I like a recent stat that I, I just read where seven out of 10 new companies fail. And of those ones that fail, 65% of them fail because they have the wrong people on the bus. All right. Yeah. That, that's, that's huge. That's a big number. Yeah. And yeah. No matter how many times the wheels on the bus go round and round, they have to have a good team in there to, to, make, them, <laughs> to make them do what they're supposed to do. So yeah, through, Barney, Barney's probably not the best team ever for that one. <laughs> He's definitely not good for that. And it's hard to get on the bus anyway. So. <laughs> What led you to write the, the book, Healing Career Wounds? Uh, well, let me to, to write it is that, you know, I don't scale. I mean, I, 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 I install this kind of hiring process with a lot of our clients. And I wanted to be able to give other entrepreneurs the ability to buy the book and plug it into their system. And, and basically, it's a playbook for, for interviewing and hiring success. And so that was the whole premise behind it. <clears throat> Um, I've learned that, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of data other than my own data, but I've learned that companies that build their interview process around their core values of their company are 10 times more likely to be successful and, and to, to get it right almost every time. We've got clients that we've worked with for years that are operating at like 90% success rate on hiring. Wow. And if you think of it, most companies, even though they have process in place, they still don't operate at anything better than 50%. So I mean, the hiring game has to work. And if the retainability on the other side of the hiring also has to be in place to keep that, to keep that business moving as a great uh, clip as well. Yeah. Well, you know, people are going to judge you based on your interview process and they're going to, you know, the truth is they're going to uh, evaluate you like the, your interview process is a very quick, like a very succinct snapshot of how you run the business. So if you do it haphazardly, then, you know, you're given the impression that, Hey, we're just a fly by night shop and we just hope something will work out as opposed to, Hey, we run a really tight shop. And uh, you know, that way we can attract the, the most, the strongest players. And during that process, the person that's being the candidate being interviewed can also say, I really don't want to work here just based on how you're acting on that yeah. side of the table or on that side of 
of the screen, which most interviews are done now via Zoom. So it, yeah, it, it'll really it's off putting for the candidate at that point. It is. It is. And a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of companies right now are experiencing, uh, they're putting out offers and they're experiencing turndowns. There's no reason why you should be putting out offers to candidates and getting turndowns, other than the fact that, you know, they're just leveraging your offer for something else. But, you know, people are going to, like, they're taking the whole interview process to the end because, you know, hey, I want to make the decision. I want to get, I want to compare and contrast what I have. And uh, I'll go with the company that feels best to me. And, and usually, and, and, and this is the other mistake that small companies make is that they play the money game. <clears throat> if you're up against a big company, you're going to lose every time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Big, comp big company has big wallet, big pockets. So yeah. Small company has short arms and deep pockets. So it's kind of hard when they're starting up. <laughs> I like that short arms and deep pockets. Yeah, short arms and like no pockets, pretty much. <laughs> Sewed up pockets. <laughs> yeah, small so companies are basically T Rexes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of aim towards the startup or the entrepreneur. How do you uh, scale your uh, pitch to them to make them better as an entrepreneur or as a startup? Well, when, when we roll it into our search process, it's actually part of our process. You know, so if you hire us to find somebody for your company, uh, part of the terms of that is that you use our interview process. So that's how we've kind of been doing it. Um, we're also rolling out a SaaS platform right now because we want to give every small company the ability to have this and be able to, you know, run it on a, on a, on a daily basis whenever they need to interview people. and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a startup person. I've been around startups my whole life and I'm passionate about entrepreneurs and them succeeding. So, and there's really very little tool. There, there's virtually nothing that's, that's marketed for the small business, you know? So that's what, that's what we're going after. Like we're, we want to help the people that need it the most, not the ones with the big fat checkbooks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of our audience are uh, veteran entrepreneurs or vetrepreneurs. Yeah. How do they know when it's time to scale so they need to hire someone and at that point or hire someone like yourself to help them find the, the perfect candidate? Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's always dependent upon growth. I mean, in, in, in revenue, right? Like if you're having to duck in and do work that you normally shouldn't be doing, then you definitely need to hire. Um but, you know, more importantly, you should be planning this out. You shouldn't be hiring reactively, especially in this market, because it's very hard to find people. But you should start thinking, what do I need six months from now? What am I going to need, you know, a year from now? And then you should proactively start going out and developing relationships of people that you want to hire. That's, that's the most impactful way to go about doing it. Um, and it only requires really that you spend maybe an hour a week, you know, that you plug under your calendar and you just do recruiting for an hour a week. Yeah, but, you know, if, if you're going to play the reactive game, just don't get into the, the, the time crunch game, which is, you know, oh, shoot, we got to move really fast on this person. Because once you start moving fast on people, then, then you start making really bad decisions a lot of times. That's when the, the blunders and the, and the mistakes make, are made in personnel hiring at that point, yeah. Yeah. So how is your process different and innovative than like the, the normal human resource and recruiting systems that are already out there? 
Well, none of them actually uh, do much with the interview. The interview is kind of the wild west, right? I mean, the fact is when two people go into the room together, there's nothing like it's basically here's a resume. John, will you go interview someone like Mary who's coming in? And you have no idea what goes on. But what ends up happening is usually it's walk me through your resume and they ask the same questions that, that person's been asked at every other interview they've been to. So there's nothing to differentiate you at all. Um, and then what's worse is then the person after that person comes in and asks the same questions. And then, you know, so you get four people asking the same question to that person and, and it's, you know, it's off-putting for a lot of candidates. Um, so what we've done is we've taken the guesswork out of it and we smart proofed it because a lot of people come up with really good questions that, but they're not relevant to the business. So we define out the interview questions and then your assigned interview questions as to your interview position. So we, we have a values-based interview where, you know, Rich, I'll give you, uh, four questions and it's your responsibility to go in and have a discussion and gather evidence to support whether or not somebody aligns with those the values that are backed by those four questions. And then, uh, you know, to test skills, we do what's called a working session where we bring somebody in for a half day. Um, we have a lot of clients that will pay people for their time for that half day. And they actually get immersed in and work with the team. And it, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a quick, like trial, you know, trial basis, um, uh, interview, but you know, you're getting to understand somebody's skills. You're getting to understand uh, how somebody communicates with the rest of the team, how they interact. So you're giving them a real life problem as opposed to kind of creating, you know, some weird problems that, you know, th they probably won't even encounter most of the time during, during the course of their work at the company. Right. Yeah. I know now a lot of uh, companies do the panel interview, especially with the, the world of zoom now, yeah, you have three faces on there and then the one candidate and they're asking questions. But they never talk to each other. Like you just said, uh, Rich, you have these questions or John, you have these questions. They all just have their own questions and hope that the other person doesn't ask them. Yeah. And then they look kind of confused when it comes to them because they don't have a question left because the other two already asked those questions. Damn it. They got me again. So tell yeah. me about your football career. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it, that's what ends up happening. Cause you know, if you think about it, I've never, like most people have never been trained how to interview. I mean, even if you go to college, there's no class for interviewing. <clears throat> the, uh, the training that you get probably comes from your first job. My first job was at Burger King. Like I, they asked me the same questions that I've been asked in other interviews. So, I mean, what, what do we get? We get an upgraded Burger King interview. <laughs> <laughs> how much time do you have, do you need to get from school to here? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Do, do you, you have your workers home? permit? Yeah. Do you, do you cook at home? Does mom trust you? No. <laughs> when you hear a buzzer going off, is what do you do? I don't know. I check and I take out the fries. Like <laughs> I put salt on it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're yeah, right. So that, that's a lot of people's only experience is their first interview or whatever interview they went to. And it depends on how long they stayed at that one place, how yeah. many other interviews they actually been through. So it becomes a, a very hard wall to climb for them in order to find the perfect person to come into their their organization and be the right hire yeah you know a couple of years ago i actually spoke to a group of like there was over 300 executives corporate executives and i asked i opened up to the question how many of you have been formally trained like how to conduct an interview other than 
what not to say. And I only had three people, three that raised their hand. Wow. That's so, and those, yeah, that's pretty scary. Oof, three. And yeah. So just think of it, if you get good at interviewing people and you've got some structure to it, uh, man, the sky's the limit for you. I mean, you can, you can, you can pick off anybody that you need to that aligns with your organization because it's the bar's pretty low. <laughs> it's not that much. The ceiling's pretty low that you can jump on top of it right now. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the bar's low and it's all centered around money. Right. So like if you can give somebody value above the, above the money, then, you know, you've got a win-win situation all day long. Right. And you, the value added helps them in the long run. So you're definitely the, the ace in the hole for them at that point. 100%. So you said you, uh, you developed higher o operating system. Tell us a little bit about higher operating system. Yeah. So higher OS is, is actually like the interview and operating system that we plug into our, um, our SaaS product that we have coming out. And it's essentially like, it, it's, it's fully, um, it, it, it builds out your structure and then it runs you through an educational component. And then essentially it's with you on each interview. So anybody comes in for an interview, uh, you essentially just hop onto your laptop, you're recording it. It's, uh, it's, it's doing all its magical things to, uh, to uh, record, transcribe, provide some um, uh, analysis of the conversation and then essentially help you to make the right decision. But it's all preloaded with the questions that you are assigned. And so it just makes it very easy for somebody to just, you know, you don't even have to prepare. You just show up for the interview. You've already been trained on how to conduct it and you conduct it and you make the decision right there. I, I always look at the interview process as it being like each step should be a yes or a no. And, and it should be a hell yes or no, right? So there, there's no reason for, you know, you to talk to somebody and go, oh, I don't know, why don't you just talk to them and figure it out, right? <clears throat> and that happens often. Or, or you know, um, I had a CEO one time want to hire a VP one time because uh, he liked his background and they had a 45-minute conversation about the Oakland A's. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a long time ago, but still. <laughs> the Bash Brothers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, in the in the military, uh, going uh, through my first career in the military, we did things called boards. So you, in order to get promoted, you had to go before a board of senior mm -hmm. leaders. And those senior leaders, like we've been talking, each one of them had a, a separate set of questions on this specific subject. So that's kind of like the interview process, how it should be. Each yeah. leader, each leader asks those questions and you're sweating there in your dress uniform, hoping that you're, you're looking the right way, looking at the right person who's asking questions, answering the right person and getting those questions as best as you can. But that's, just, that's what prepares many military veterans for the next life, because you've been grilled in those situations, right? You already know how to answer questions to handle a high stress uh, question and answering uh, situation. And then vice versa, if you were on the senior leader side, you should already have a good feeling of how to actually conduct the interview if you become an entrepreneur or wind up in corporate America or corporate world. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. That's just, <clears throat> just a weird training we get without even knowing it. Yeah, but that's that's great training. I mean, like, you know, in some cases, uh, I think those processes should be taught to corporate America because, I mean, again, corporate America doesn't get taught very much. And especially like, you know, corporate 
I take it back. Corporate America gets taught uh, things that work really well for corporate America, but that, and then, then they teach it to, to like the smaller companies. Right. And those are called best practices. Right. And what's funny about that is that they, they happily teach it to everybody and everybody sucks it up and they want to like, I want, I, we want to do best practices, but when it comes to the, when it, push comes to shove, if you're up against that company, they're going to win every time because they're just teaching you how to, how to do a crappy job of what they've already perfected. Yeah. <laughs> they're not telling you all their awesome stuff either. <laughs> Probably not. Right. Probably not. They keep that close to the chest, close to the vest uh, along the way. Since you've uh, started doing this, what is your most uh, biggest success you've had with a company using your operating system? Um, you know, we've, we've had quite a few, um, we've got one company that's like a, um, they're like a home healthcare company. Like they, they actually, um, they, they're elderly care. So they provide, um, they provide, uh, care workers to come, um, in various situations, hospice all the way through, you know, just, Hey, I need somebody to come in and, and live with my mom. Um, we help them to put the process in place. They've been operating like they they've grown from I think they were at forty or fifty people when we started working with them and they're another over five hundred. Wow! And um, and they've they they hit the cover off the ball on every hire. Like you know they have like a ninety eight percent success rate, and they have and and what ended up happening too with them is that they've got such a great reputation now to get people like that are consistently coming to them. And so it's built a pipeline because everybody knows that, hey, look, if you want to work for a really excellent company that lives their values, come here, right? Wow. I mean, they, so grew, that, they grew tenfold. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> With a very good batting average, like you said. So, I mean, that, that's outstanding. And that's uh, kudos to you for giving them the, the edge up on that and uh, getting them going, yeah. especially now. I mean, I, I'm sure the last two years, was really good for them to do the home health stuff. So those elderly patients didn't have to go out into the pandemic world and uh, get into those hospitals and wind up getting sick, sicker than they had to be. Yeah. You know, a home health person go in there and, and treat them one-to-one and get out of there. So that's amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I know they exploded over the whole pandemic time yeah. frame. Yeah. Uh, I bet that was a, a big uh, part of growth for them too. A lot of uh, companies had to do that to try to save more people from uh, getting the, the spread, I guess. Uh, yeah. For lack of good medical term of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Rick, how's a, what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? If they want to just chat with you about maybe options to hire you or just maybe some strategies. Yeah. So you can, uh, you can email me at Rick at stride It's S T R I D E S E A R C H.com. Um, you can, stridesearch.com is also my website and um or you can you can uh pick up my book which is healing career wounds and uh you know that's actually like the best place to start to see if it resonates with you because you can basically do it yourself right um and if you're having challenges then call me up and i'll uh, i'll help you out um awesome. and then i also host a podcast too which is called higher power radio that's uh, it's not a religious show. It's it's about <laughs> hiring, so it's H I R E Power Radio, and uh, you know, I've I've got uh, weekly content that we put out with other entrepreneurs, and we discuss 
hiring issues. And we, we talk about what the problem is and then how to solve it. And we try to make it really easy for you to be able to pull that content and plug it into your business. Awesome. And the book is on your website or is it on Amazon as well and stuff like that? Yeah, it's on any, any bookstore, actually. Uh, Amazon, you can get it for sure. Okay. Yeah. That way they're clicking the right buttons to, to get what they need there and not just going crazy, going to nice. bookstores. <laughs> uh, Rick, thanks again for being flexible and uh, agreeing to come back on and suffer with me on the Misfit Nation here and sharing your story with the Misfit Nation and some tits, tips and tidbits to them so they can be successful in their career journeys with their entrepreneurships. Hey, thank you for having me, Rich. I will always go on, you know, support another rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, man.